<laughs> basically. Basically, right? So we talked about that. And she was very informative. Very informative. You know, she talked about her personal experiences to a, to a degree. Right. And how she got to the point where she became a sex therapist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is cool. You know, we got to have her back on the show one more time. Yeah. I got to change up the game, throw a, throw a little monkey wrench in her plan. Buddha, Buddha, Buddha. Hey, Keisha. What we learned, though, what we learned was this. That nothing is going up towards my booty area. That's a virgin there. <laughs> We're not putting any, you know, butt plugs. None of that in my booty. Why? Because. You can do the butt plug. No. What's the difference between butt plug and pipe? Not too much. They stay, you know, you start out small. Fingers? <laughs> <laughs> you start out small. You start out, you start finger. <laughs> then you go to butt plug. <laughs> then it goes to like vibrators and dildos. And next thing you know, somebody stick a dick in your ass. And that, my friend, well, no. <laughs> that's because you won't. Negative. That's first of all, men and those that do actively participate and enjoy anal activities. Um, no, you one does not lead to the other. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anal <laughs> start small out with Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, I don't care for it, period. So I don't need no assistance. I don't want I don't want to even I don't care how wonderful of a feeling it could be. Well, <laughs> I'm good if it never happens again ever. Okay? So but to whom it may concern, you be great, you be great, all y'all be great. You see this? Hey, I'm just saying, right? But definitely men that choose this, that may hear this later, it ain't funny. It's funny, but it ain't funny. You are not starting small because your your big your in your big in whatever you want to call it, your big show is to have a penis in your butt. Well, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day. That you are not preparing for a penis in your butt. Oh, hey, listen. My mind went all the way left. All right? It started here, and I said, well, shit. Stop hitting the table. It started here, and it went beep, 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 beep. You see how the progression went? So you kill it from the beginning. (laughs) You don't even get started. (laughs) We also talked about... Sorry, y'all. Uh, we also talked about cock rings. See, yeah, talk about that. We talked about cock rings. And does that really work? Like, does it really prolong the um, the nut sensation, <laughs> right? Does it prolong the nuts? And then we also talked about vibrating cock rings, right? Vibrating cock rings. Does that actually work? Does a woman feel real dick pulsating with the vibration? We also talked about the uh, the Buddha. Uh, who was the Buddha starter kit? 
you know, the Buddha starter kit. Had, Buddha had, starter kit. Yeah, the Buddha starter kit, sex starter kit. And it had sex dice in it, <clears throat> a feather, some hot motion lo lotion, a couple condoms. Couple condoms. And what up? It had way too much look in there, y'all. Because, like, growing up as a kid, I wish I had the sex garden kit. Like, who, who, who wouldn't want that? <laughs> who would want a sex starter kit? So, so, check it out. Sex dice. For those who don't understand, <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing, Woo. sex dice will work. Rolling. Kiss. Nipple. One say kiss. The other one say nipple. Go ahead. <laughs> it gives you these instructions. You get your condoms. If you're a teenager or something, maybe you may not want to go uh, magnums. May not be there yet. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> but it, it is what it is. You play with it. Feathers, because, you know, blindfold, lay on the back, use a little feather. You know what I'm saying? That's something simple right there. Stop. What? Stop what? When you are eighteen and older, this is the this is when your dad will give you your kit, boys and girls. Okay. Why are we lying to ourselves, man? I'm not lying. Women, I mean, these little girls out here giving head in bathrooms. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> this shit is going down. They know more about sex than we do now. Okay. <laughs> and that does not make it right. I didn't say it made it right. Okay. But I'm just saying, why are we going to act like it ain't going on and wait till 18? Because we need, we need to be doing better parenting to give our children better information on these things. Not starter kits or how to do the shit. Well, I mean, that's what the starter kit is. It's educating them on those same things. Like, I'm not you telling you to do it. pleasing them. You're right. Well, if you're going to go out there and do it, you better do it right. Oh, God. If you're going to do it, be, be the best at it. Be safe. <laughs> and be safe, right. That's why condoms is in there. Okay. Starter kit. <laughs> a lot of condoms should be in there. Okay? Of course. And a book. And don't get them motherfucking directions. Not a pregnancy test. Don't get them dirty. Scare them. Scare them. Y'all should have a full-fledged conversation prior to this starter kit going out. Mm. And you parents will know that your child or children are ready like, I'm when saying. you give it to them. Not, so, not they come to you. Well, if they come to you, then they may be ready. But at the same time, open the door for conversation and be real about it. Yes. I, I feel it. And you're making absolutely good points. Shut up. <laughs> but let's ask the real question here, right? <laughs> let's ask the real question. Here. How many teenagers are going to be like, Mom? Oh, teenage men are like, Mom, that ass is fine. I just tap that. We we okay. Everything's okay. Are they going to have that conversation with you? It depends. I don't know. If I'm the, if I am the, the goat, so, if I am that mom... They may they may feel I just really transparent to come to me, and if I've kept it real with them, mm -hmm. you know, being transparent with them about sex, sex education, then they would I would feel compelled that my child or children would come to me 
when they are experiencing feelings. Okay. Now, if it's too much for me, or I may need some assistance, especially if it mm-hmm. was my boy, yeah, I'm going to be like, um, call your uncle. <laughs> well, I'm going to call the uncle to come over and kind of, because I can't be a man. I so, can't give you that male talk. So, so some people was like, what's going on? Hey, Jory. So, somebody said, no starter kits, bro. Let me tell you that something there, somebody. If I would have had a starter kit when I was coming up as a teenager. You would have fucked it all up. No. Still. No. Because, yeah. he, listen. I mean, <laughs> yes, <laughs> little, Eddie, little Eddie got a little story to tell. It's going to be little. Little Eddie would have fucked it up. See, yeah. listen. I'm going to tell you what happened to me without a starter kit. And then you do. You be the judge. So, instead of going out there and getting a condom. I thought I can make one. And I use a sandwich bag. It's a rubber band. Versus. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why you did. Because you were too young. Number one. No, I thought I was too smart. But you were too young to be <laughs> even engaging or having your mind set on having sex. Because if you were old enough, older you would have already been exposed first of all to those things but when oh. you are 8 years old and 10 years old out there humping hold on hold on baby uh-huh you got to give me a little bit of credit at least i did think to okay. cover the thing up <laughs> i think i remember on that baby that man had something on his thing uh-huh therefore yeah yes you can that's great that's great <laughs> but listen but if I had that starter kit ready, bam, that would have never happened. Move that out of there. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about the condoms. <laughs> right. This your boy. Get your boy, Jacob. Hey, listen. Listen. I was too... I, I guess at that moment, I was embarrassed. Too embarrassed to just go up to the cola store or go up to the store and say, hey, you know what I'm saying? We fucking man. I need these condoms. Cause he was eight. But at least I had the wherewithal. Wrong angle. Maybe I should have used a latex. Maybe you should have waited. Yeah, maybe. Till your little pepper would eat. Maybe I should like cut the finger. Put the finger on the right. Uh, 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 condom, okay? Hey, man, listen. Just I, had, I thought I was a black MacGyver. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Your I'm just... pepper. <laughs> <laughs> <This> was... <laughs> yes. The full disappointment <laughs> would have been seeing your pecker inside of said condom. Uh, what is Because she didn't know no better. <laughs> Both of y'all. <laughs> Mom should have whooped y'all ass. Hey, I put the put that thing in, pop right through the. I said, "Wait a minute, this ain't supposed to happen." I know that much. Oh, and why am I feeling no flow to? I guess that was a cock ring before I knew it was cock ring. <laughs> rubber band. Because you got the little thing just sitting out there all oh, swollen, y'all. Like, hey, ready. listen, I'm ready to do this thing, man. I'm saying. But this is terrible. But it, it's terrible. But listen, this is this is the life of Buddha, man. This is how he was grow, grown up, grew up. He grew it up. I grew it up, trying to outsmart the system. 
Uh-huh. The best way I can. And, and, network and be frugal with it. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm going to use my mama sandwich bag that she was going to give me. <laughs> 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 oh, everybody, the first time I went to eat pussy, I went out and put some, uh, what was that, uh, saran wrap? <laughs> saran wrap down there. Hey, listen, I don't want to touch this thing, but I'm going to put the saran wrap right here and I'm going to go ahead and put my mouth on this thing. See how that thing works. How'd that work out, Buddha? Uh, well, you know, I got the practice in, but okay, I didn't save the flavor. <laughs> I was practicing safe sex. I'm you, just you're saying. You're done well. You're done well. So, okay. what, are, what are you sipping on, Buddha? <clears throat> oh, 20 grand. You're welcome. Thank you, baby. And ginger ale. Okay. That's a drink of choice. Hey, yo, 20 grand. Holla at you, I definitely rep you. I definitely rep your ass for a show. And Rick Arnell. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I have some lemon ginger tea mm-hmm. with a splash of honey. And the, uh, I, too, have some 20 grand Inside of my hot toddy, just, just for the record. That's good. That's yes, because we gonna be feeling better in the morning. Okay, baby got things to do. Right, she just want to feel better by the weekend, so she can really experience her whole weekend the way she wants to. Right, I just don't want. I don't like that feeling. So we gonna get. We gonna shake the devil off. Shake the devil off. <laughs> okay, all right. So this week, okay, shout outs. Any shout outs? Well, first thing I want to shout out Sales Family and shout out uh, my cousin who just got married this weekend. That's that why. The sales Family? Huh? That ain't part of the Sales Family? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to shout out him because he's the actual one that got married. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Michael Sales. All right. And I was up in Philly for the first time. <laughs> that was an experience of a lifetime because it was cold as hell. And this old Florida boy was in some uh, 40 degree <laughs> weather. But you just experienced it when you was in New Jersey last year. Yeah, well, I got sick. Wedding. I got sick. Yeah. But this time I didn't get sick because I came well prepared, and I got a chance to work. I got a chance to run those uh those Rockies, Rocky, the Rocky Steps. Got a chance to take a picture with the statue, right? And also, I had a Philly cheesesteak, a real Philly cheesesteak. If y'all didn't see um me post it on the story on. On the story thing on Instagram. First of all, when his sister panned it and you see his face. I was like, I'm about to dog that bitch out. He was <laughs> looking like. <laughs> but, I just shook my head because I, I didn't go. I let him go and be great, y'all. Okay? And then on top of that, right? So I got one discrepancy. One. So. Philly fans or whoever's from Philly, I gotta say this. Um, invest in some seasonings, goddamn it. <laughs> I wanna hear this shit about the type of the, the type of meat, you know, it's about the meat. I don't wanna hear that shit. Put some goddamn pepper and salt on that shit, alright? <laughs> Throw a little garlic. Damn! Okay. I'm a Floridian. This is what I need. I need goddamn seasonings. <laughs> they gave me a simple. They gave me a, a, a cheese steak. And granted, it was okay, but I had to add all the. I had to. I don't even eat ketchup. I had to put ketchup in it so I can get some goddamn salt. Well, first of all, you're not accustomed to it. Your palates are different. 
because you saturated with salt and sweets. Mm. Okay. All right. So the people that are there, or maybe it's the vin- it's the it's the place you went to. No, I, I, but listen, I'm not taking away, I'm not taking away from the experience. The experience was great. It did taste good. I just know I prefer salt, pepper, and a little garlic. Tighten up. Well, could you have not asked them to put it on there? Why they didn't have it? They would have slapped me in the face. Like, what is this sacrilege? <laughs> we don't put no. Was it on the tables or anything? No. Maybe you should have went to another one, or was that the one that everybody recommended to go to? And then they want to put, then they want to put cheese whiz on shit. Cheese whiz. <laughs> Everything gotta have cheese whiz. Who eats canned cheese? That wasn't the real. That couldn't have been. No, that's how they get down down there. Okay, so anybody <laughs> listening to this, y'all, anybody from Philly, Philly area, Philly vicinity, um, validate my story, please. And mm-hmm. also recommend. Drop in the comments. Below oh well, just so you know, I went places to try that actually use real cheese. <laughs> I got my. I got mine with real cheese. Okay. So I went to Jim's. Okay. On the corner of South and and Fourth, Fourth and South. So it was great. Okay. Shout out to them. Okay. Did you leave one of your cards? Yeah. You lied. Yes, I did. I was way sweet. He was sweet. He was fast though. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but not at Jim's though. I left it at. You know, I was talking. You know, I was flirting with the little okay. <laughs> See how I look on her face. I was flirting with uh, one of the, the desk front desk clerks, mm-hmm. right? And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was marinating her in, finessing her up. And as I was finessing her up, pow! Hit her with the car. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which car did you give her? Did you give her the full body of us? I gave her the whole. I only had the, our regular cars. But Why? Because you went to Philly and you didn't take you didn't take our. Bigger cards. I took the cards that I had in my wallet. Uh huh. So you slipping on the game. I ain't slipping. Uh huh. Throw the whole man away. Oh, that's how it is. But Lisa gave it, and she knew I was in a whole entire relationship. They don't care. <laughs> that's how you feel. Women don't care. They don't care. Oh man. If I'm because if they if 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 it was that serious of a relationship, why your woman ain't with you in Philly? I don't know. Anyway. So we talked about spicing it up and Buddha's experience and so forth and so on. Yeah. And uh, this is about to get a little sticky. One, let's just go ahead and put a disclaimer out there. We are not professionals. We are not certified. Neither are we licensed. This is purely our opinion and or information that we have um, obtained. obtained from said internet. Use a big word. Obtain ain't a big word. To me. So, what are we talking about today, ladies and gentlemen? Sippers and the mamas and nims and so forth. And what y'all sipping on? Yeah, I dropped that below too. Mm-mm-mm. But we're talking about mental health. Ooh. Yeah, it just got serious. Mental health? How y'all gonna go from spicing it up to mental health? Because it's all important. You understand what I'm saying? Your mental state of being can potentially affect your willingness and desire 
to spice it up in your relationship. So this is important. I, I like how you just married and you know married it up. Just saying, but it also <laughs> affects so many other areas as well. You know okay. what I'm saying? Um, for example, well, well, first of all, Buddha, yeah, because you got all the you wrote all your stuff down. I'm not, I'm not gonna let you not get your your point, your <coughs> get your time. <coughs> Make sure you can read your own hair right. That's terrible. <laughs> No, for what is mental disorder? What is mental mental disorder mental illness. or mental illness? It's a behavioral hey precious or it's behavioral or mental pattern that causes significant distress or impairment impairment of a personal functioning. Yes, I said that, and I did stop one time. Joan High School education get up. Bam. <laughs> I so, had to have him practice, okay? So. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she coming for me. So, after saying that definition, I'll say it one more time for you guys. For the people in the body, so slow it down because you got it now. Behavioral or mental. Come on, guys. Do it better that, so they can understand. Listen, I'm pausing between words so yeah, they can understand. Yeah, but you're using. Talk like regular people, crazy self. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> Behavioral mental patterns that causes significant distress or impairment of personal functioning. Got it. All right. So what so, does that mean, Buddha? What does that mean is... What causes it? What causes it? Well, what causes it could be potentially environmental stresses, genetic factors, or biochemical imbalances, or a combination of of the three. Okay. Wow. Oh, that was really great. All right. So we can dive into that if you want, right? Yeah. We can talk about, like, what are some of the things that could be considered environmental stresses? You know, maybe like. Told y'all he was going to do all the talking. Maybe like uh, postpartum? No. No? Environmental stressors? Oh, like. You get beat. You was always like being sexually living in a area that being molested. You know, like living in an area where there's high crime. That's environmental, or you that would be an environment. You know, so when you come and go out of your house, you don't know if you're gonna get shot, stabbed, robbed. Those are stress okay. that that would cause you to be That's stressed. One. I was thinking about like. Uh, you living in a house with a, somebody who is molesting you would be an environmental situation or stress, meaning that it could be your, aunt, your, your auntie, your uncle, um, because this is prevalent in black homes, right? In urban homes, right? Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying at a high level. It's at a high level. Yeah, but that's, like one that's, that I, begins, that's, 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 no, that's yeah, but I, we're talking about overall, envi- right. right? Environmental stressors. So, what you know, cause that? Being, living, in the, living in an environment. Yeah, that too. Living in an environment that's hostile, you know, and that would incorporate... Uh, being poor and not yeah. and, and, no, and not knowing how to deal with it. Like, if you have a family member, family that just don't know how to make ends meet, they're living on the street, you're going from house to house, that could be environmental stress, right. not having friends, mm-hmm. not really, you know, 
Not even that. Like you could be a military brat, and you can never really settle in right. on certain places. So you never really got a chance to have any friends. The only friends you had was your parents, and that could be sad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Very much so. And then what else you have? Um, genetic. genetic factors. Now this was a little tough, but I figured some things out a little bit. You know, um, schizophrenia. That could be a genetic thing. Diabetes could be a cause of genetic, uh, genetic or biochemical imbalance, right? Um, obesity, high blood pressure, you know, things like that could cause these different, because we, me and baby had this conversation and this debate about what could be a genetic factors. I think high blood pressure is one of them. Because if your family suffers from high blood pressure, then you would have a high risk of having blood, high blood pressure or diabetes or certain or schizophrenia or all these different uh, bipolar disease. You know what I'm saying? You have a high risk of having it because it's historically in your family. Not saying you catch it. It can miss you, right? Mm. But what do you got, baby? You're doing a... You're doing some research over there. Yeah, because I ain't really sold on the way the genetic um, factors. Mm -hmm. That aspect that because Grandmama Nim had diabetes or high blood pressure that I'm going to have it. I'm not completely sold on that. And the reason being, I feel that in today's time, with modern technology and and so many available resources that were not available for those before me, they may have been products of their environment. They may have endured those things that cause genetic disorders and so forth and, and, and you know, but I now have a choice in how I eat, how I take care of myself to prevent, there's better, there's more available preventative things that grandmom and them did not have. So that's why I said I'm not completely sold on something being genetic. However, there are things, and when it comes down to like things like diabetes, you know, diabetes and high blood pressure and stuff like that. But what I do know, I do feel from a genetic perspective, like autism. Mm. That, now, see, now we're getting more into something that could could be a genetic disorder where there's there was a it, there was a mix up somewhere with the X and the Y chromosome. Well, share or sickle cell, sickle cell disease. Because if two people have the trait, you know, that get together, instead of one being a carrier and one having the trait, then, you know what I'm saying, they both got, now the child gets it. So that's different. Now, now that's something that you can't avoid. Um, but, but you got to know you are a carrier because two carriers create a trait. All I'm saying is, so like, 
I'm, I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm adding that knowledge. When we're talking about from a genetic Well, I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying. And I'm taking that knowledge you got, which is great. Phenomenal. I mean, you did a great job. But I'm going to ask you this question. Like, so you're going to eat right, exercise, because you don't want these things. Why is it the, wouldn't the fear, wouldn't the fear of not having, not wanting to have diabetes because you knew it's in your family. I mean, wouldn't that be a issue or a reason why you're doing these things in the first place? It's, I mean, but see, you the fear has to consume you to the point where you're excessive about it, you know, and then so you're minimizing and eliminating. Mm -hmm. But if you're just doing your your atypical preventative things. Mm -hmm. From a, you know, just functioning perspective, right. then no, um, the fear is not going to trigger me to be, uh, you know, to become anything else. It's, you know, I will be more in fear of the environmental hazards where, like I say, I, I can't come and go into my home mm -hmm. without thinking about stepping on a needle or, you know, getting shot or somebody snatching me and raping me. Like those, that would be more of a fear. For you? Not me, not in my, now I'm just saying like, if I'm, when I'm thinking about a fear. I mean, a fear of death is a fear of death though, right? And how it comes, I mean, how it comes, it comes. Like if your mom, your dad, your granddaddy died from diabetes and you don't want to be the next one in line, that's a fear. I mean, if that's the case, I'm not, you, you know, know, that I'm the, me personally, mm -hmm. I'm not, I can fear too many things. So that's the least of my fear because there is something that this is something I can't control. Yeah. I'm not fearing I, me personally. Yeah, you can. I'm not going, I don't have fear for things that are within my control. Wow. So again, when, you, when I hear genetic disorders, that's something you can't. You can't change. Right. And that's why I use autism as an example because, or sickle cell. That's cool. Those okay. are things from a genetic perspective that you, you know, you kind of get by default. But diabetes and those type of things, hypertension. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. All right. What's the next one? Biochemical, Biochemical imbalances. I was torn on that. And I guess because, like I said, I'm not educated enough. Uh, on what the biochemical imbalance is, but when I looked it looked it up, because that's what they do, um, it's they're talking about the things that fuel the body. So when the body is not getting, like for an example, you're not getting enough of carbs, and so your body isn't going. It's not getting. Basically, it's not getting the carbs or proteins or whatever, something like that that you need um, that makes up what about the biochemical of the body. And there's like four different things that make up the biochemical of our body. So when the body is deficient in one of those areas, you now obviously there's an imbalance. No differently than if I take these glasses off. Damn, you sexy. <laughs> <laughs> the imbalance that I now face is, first of all, I can't see okay i can see but i can't see clearly right see but clearly then now. you know they they talk about like if you are 
you you got the radio on, but you trying to see. Um, I'm trying to hear. Yeah. You know, trying to see your get to you. You on your way somewhere, but you got the radio on, and it told you to turn left, and you you like, huh? What? You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you are without something, there's going to be a deficiency in that area. So I can see where the imbalance comes into play. So I'm gonna just throw this out there because a lot of people these days in our generation, we suffer from like insomnia. And stuff like lack sleep deprivation, right? Would that be considered something that could alter your chemical imbalance? Not getting enough rest. Yeah, uh, not I, I, most definitely. Brain? But but then we now have to look deeper into the surface of what's causing you to not sleep. What's triggering that? The the what's this the cause for the effect? Right. So you know, is it that you you been in the military or were you in an environment where you 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 basically couldn't sleep at night because you didn't know if somebody was going to come in and kick the door you know what I'm saying all those things so you grew up in that hostile and that's why I also said there's or a combination of mm -hmm. all of the, of all three or one of two things right. so one kind of triggers the other okay well somebody said Coming out of slavery, I don't like talking about slavery because that's 400 years ago, but coming out <laughs> It's still present. I mean, we do have more than day slavery, but okay. Coming out of slavery, just like coming back from war, you have to go through mental evaluations. We never had that chance, so we passed our fears. We So we passed our fears. Gotcha. And that's one thing that I kind of talked about, too, with the parenting all right, so fast forward. Types of Ill mental illnesses. Mm, hold on, baby. That's not fast forward. No, I mean, because it'll go, it'll okay. tie back. It'll right. tie back. There are different types of mental illnesses. Because I don't want to, you know, we want to, mm -hmm. but we're going to we're gonna come back to I'm it. I'm coming back to that one. Who? No, we'll come back to it, but it's just how we're going to, it'll come back. Trust me. So basically, when we talked earlier, when we're looking at like types of the different mm -hmm. types, like there's some of the top five, like you know, that's out there. Mm -hmm. Um, post traumatic stress, mm -hmm. OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder. Get that mental illness checked, right? right. Yeah. OCD, right. get that checked. <laughs> there's several types, there's different types of anxiety, mm -hmm. depression, of course, that's like up there, bipolar, um, schizophrenia. Dementia, and then, um, like I said, the, the different types of anxiety um, would be panic disorder, phobias, social anxiety disorder. So it's all kind of coupled together, right? Right. So one of the things that we were, I was talking about is how can the mental illness affect relationships? And with that, one of the things that I mentioned was talking was about parenting. So. And and how we parent, how 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 the relationship having a mental existing mental illness, whether it's diagnosed or undiagnosed, mm -hmm. how it affects your mental, the mental illness affects relationships, and again, not just dating, and in particular with parenting. So how I'm rounding it back to what you're saying, will is that coming out of slavery, you're right. There was no such thing. Um, as mental illness 
But what we've learned over the course of this our lives is that in order for something to be understood, mm-hmm. it has to be defined as something, right? Mm-hmm. You know that there's something off, you know that, we, whether it's diagnosed clinically or, or not, you know something's off. And then when it never gets treated or it never gets attention, mm-hmm. it then now causes you to have issues with parenting because now you trying to teach your child something or you're being overprotective or you're being underprotective you know there's so many different all these different stressors we kind of talked about if you can't do nothing about it you know what I'm saying it all it does affect it so that's why I said we never had a chance to get past that because it got, for me, I feel like it got passed on from generation to generation. Because people, you know, we like you talk about with sex. How do you start off? You start off with the basis of what you already know. Right. And then you learn from there. Well, but at what point are we going to get to stepping the fuck up? Well, baby, I mean, I want to dive in. Add my little two cents if I can, baby. Please, please. So back to the comment about coming out of slavery, just like coming back from war. Um, in those slavery days, we didn't have we didn't have the tools in order to understand what was really going on with our mental health, right? Uh, but now coming back from like there's a storm, we all afforded these same tools. Do we use them? No, but are they there? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, We choose to learn or educate ourselves on what we choose to want to learn and educate ourselves on. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you, and, and for the most part, especially black men, I can speak on this. Black men, we don't, we don't uh, spend enough time on building us up because we too busy trying to to provide for others. Mm-hmm. So we missed the mark on that, right? Um, another thing, uh, another one that said insomnia, when we mentioned insomnia, absolutely, lack of sleep can cause <laughs> delusional grandeur. But what, like, we were talking, like, earlier about dementia, right? You know, that's a form of mental illness that we, that that's prevalent in our society, doesn't matter if it's uh, urban or minority versus hierarchy of high society, right? Mm-hmm. It's there, you know. Mm-hmm. Baby also mentioned uh, dieting, not having the educational purposes and knowing what you should and shouldn't eat, what you need in your body and what you don't need in your body. That's why these days you have a lot of people going to the eating this eating clean phase of their life, you know, like cutting out pork, you know, cutting out, you know, canned foods, going to more fresh, fresh food, growing it in their own garden type stuff, mm-hmm. you know, getting more natural, uh, taking the processed stuff out of your hair, going natural, even in I your hair, it, but... you know, you know, all that stuff plays a, a, a intricate role on changing your health. Mm-hmm. Your your mental state, your health, and all and all and all actuality. But I want to ask this question, or two questions I want to ask to the to the people who's watching. Do you think 
uh, a person who ha has an addiction to um, sex, a sex addiction. Do you think that could be a basis of a mental illness? That's question one. Question two is who, when you mention mental illness, what famous person in your mind you identify with? Or you identify that had it, I should say. You know what I'm saying? Baby, uh, she mentioned, who'd you mention, baby? I just thought about Michael Jackson. Right. I don't she, know if he was diagnosed or anything, but I just feel like well, I think he went he, through a lot of. I hey mean, he wanted to be like, uh, what's her name? Brooke, uh, Diana Ross, right? He said, well, in the movie, that's what he said. I'm not sure what I mean. That's what he said. Don't but don't put words in that man. Yeah, but in the movie, that's what he said. I I brought up Donny Hathaway, right? Because he had he was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Oh, see, and that's why I told him I ain't know. And you know, also, that, that was the first when I, when I thought mental health. That was the first person that came to mind. You know, what if you have? I mean, so my next question after those two questions was, what do us as minorities do? Wait. You gotta get you, we got Jesus Christ. I'm going through the motion, baby. But you you got flowing, eh? No, that ain't that ain't that ain't flow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, you gotta talk about the first question. Okay, let's talk about it. What did you say? Repeat it. Well, what did I say, baby? I don't know because you, you wrote it down. No, I didn't. Because you said it so about, fast. Like you finna go to number three. Yeah, I'm going to number three. Let me back this thing up. So right. I the second part I got that on who who's the person. But the first part it went so fast it didn't make it that did it didn't even go together. <laughs> That's my baby. My baby was right to you, my baby. I'm going through the motions, man. I got to think about well, this. Well, you got to slow Relax, down. Slow down. Well, I'll get back to that. Though. All right. Uh, so how can mental illness affect relationships? Definitely with the sex. Him to asking about it, it, do you think that... Oh, yeah. So talking about uh, the sexual... Uh, thank you, baby. You was right on. She knew exactly what I was going. She thinks she's slick right here. She wanted to pull out a rabbit, but then she got it. But then it's, it's, we saw a nipple maniacs. <laughs> it's not about a nipple Sex addiction. Sex addiction. Sex, but see, ultimately, to have an addiction is a form of mental disorders. It's a form of mental disorder, basically. And it could fall into different categories, you know what I'm saying? One could trigger the other. But the uh, because we know that mental health, there are addictions, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then it's, some people gamble. Some people, whatever, you know, whatever you do that takes control of you becomes the addiction. So, but it's a feeling that you, it's that, it's that euphoric feeling. You're trying to release the, what is it, oxycodone in our brain. Isn't that that feel good um, drug uh, that we, our brain automatically releases? Or is it serotonin? Which one is it? I can't remember. Right. The brain releases it naturally, like when you have sex, Right. Um, that's why I say you should be responsible when you're having sex because there are things that are psychologically happening to you other than just the physical. Well, you know, I mean, touching souls is what I do. Ding! <laughs> Ding! <laughs> so, anyway, yes, it definitely endorphins, but it's something else that it releases. Um, I want to say it's, neuro, it's, neuro, it's, neuro, it's neuro, something oxycodone. It, oxycontin is in it. 
Oxycontin, <laughs> you want to go with straight drugs, huh? No, I mean, <laughs> the dead serious. The brain releases it. That thing it, neutral. It does. It's 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 a, It does. It releases it. But anyway, our bodies release these things. But anywho, yes, with the with this. So now with with sex, like you know, we wonder like that girl that was in the neighborhood or that dude that she got to have it. He serotonin, totally. Yeah, and that's why I was like, I wasn't sure if it was the serotonin, or, but one of them, it's both one of a combination and something. But nevertheless, when you have sex, find out which one of those are, which one releases when you have sex. Mm-hmm. Find that out. Type it in. All right. You you too can be typing it in. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> you too can be typing it in. Mm-hmm. You got it. You, you got a whole tool. I done hooked my boy up, y'all. Oh, yeah. I'm on, I'm on the... <laughs> and he don't even know what to do. He just like... I'm looking, still looking at the phone like, this is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sex. Because he the one always talk about sex. You know what I'm saying? But it can be an addiction. You know what I'm saying? To some people. Why you think there's a lot of prostitutes out here? There are a lot of women that they they have multiple partners in one day. And they're not necessarily prostituting. They really enjoy having the sex now granted it probably stemmed from a traumatic event Mm. you know a traumatic circumstance that led to the body prematurely releasing that serotonin that that euphoric feel-good feeling in their body even though it was traumatic it did trigger something that made them feel mm-hmm. accepted by an individual. And so when they're going through life wanting acceptance, they found that having sex is was their tool. So now they're addicted to the acceptance, which in turn, how do I get this acceptance? They're equating acceptance to sex. Oxytocin. Oxytocin. <laughs> I, look, I told y'all I was getting. She bought that drug like she bought that pill like. <laughs> it gives the same feeling though. It's this. It's a, it's the. It gives the same feeling. Oh, I got you, man. I just want to tease you a little bit. Yeah. Hey, I was in the olds, right? <laughs> I told y'all, hey. You were close. I was leaving. Leaving the. Leave leave uh, uh, what did it say? Top fan. I'm <laughs> all right. You deserve it. <laughs> That's why I said look it up. Because I know I went crazy. I just had the wrong O. But it's an oxy. Mm-hmm. And I know that it was it, it does what I needed it, it was supposed to do. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's so that answers him with can it be an addiction question with right. regards to sex. Hell yeah it can. You know what I'm saying. And that's why you see it was here pre-us and it's going to be here. So. And, you know. So my next question, baby, mm-hmm. is since we don't like, since us as minorities don't like to go to um, get counseling or seek help for our mental illnesses, for the most part. I'll say that. What would you say, man? I'm just, just ask the question. Period. So what? I mean, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do to mask the obvious? What do we do to mask? Our mental illnesses. What avenues do blacks take to seek counseling? 
Not seek counseling. Yes. How do they seek their counseling? Oh, okay. How do they seek their counseling? What are they, they using to well, seek counseling when they have, when they need to take it, they got something, they want to talk about it, talk their problems out to someone or to do these things. What is it that blacks do? Personally, they use drugs. <laughs> they go in, smoke a little weed, drink a little excessively, you know, pop a pill, these molly things now, ecstasy. They uh, mask their true feelings, uh, you know, instead of dealing with the reality of whatever the situation may be, they like to mask it by like overcompensating over with drugs, with drug, drug usage, yeah. and the sex, and the sex addicts out there, you know. All right. Really so I think. I think. Like, she like that. She said, "I hit the word." Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have just asked my future pharmacist, and she would have been able to tell me. Hey, you know, real educated, like, well, you know. <laughs> I, I, but I, you know, I don't want to ask her about what. Sex, what drug is released in our brain when they're having sex? Get on Facebook. Some people self-medicate, get on Facebook for validation sex. Right. Well, for me, my thing, what I thought. So, look, I'm going to say it. Instead of seeking professional counseling, blacks go to church. <gasps> Did you go there? Yeah, we go there. Yeah. They they won't go seek counseling, <laughs> but they're going to pray their way through. Look, I'm not saying there's a, anything wrong with praying. You know, prayer <laughs> is good. Why? Why do I imagine, baby? Why do I imagine this right here? Somebody go to the church and say, hey, man. You see this guy? I see a guy over there in the corner. Malaysia, David. Right. We gonna what? just all stand yeah. around and pray over him. Pick that man up. Take that man up and give him a bath. Because, see, first of all, faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. So praying with no action mm. does what? And then, see, I need we need to get to the root cause of this situation. I'm not trying to, because, see, when you take the, these issues to the church, I'm just going to be real. You're probably going to have to spend some money. Okay? Just saying. I mean, then you got to ask yourself, are they really well equipped to be able to handle? To handle your situation. <laughs> Yes, you paid to go get counseling from a trained, licensed professional. Spiritual professional. This is what they are trained to do. Okay, they are. Uh, they're not. They 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 mutual, non-biased. They don't have no motive other than to help you, right? And at least help you understand yourself better. And they're going to take religion a lot of times out of it. Because I'm just going to say this, in my opinion, religion is part of the problem. 
Why? I mean, why yeah. did I say that? Yeah, I want to know why, baby. Because if it wasn't for all these various religions, okay, oh, we gonna keep this in house. Mm. We that that's when it starts shit gets swept under the dough because everybody know Uncle Junebug is a pedophile. But I don't know. And then but grandmama now was protecting Uncle Junebug and they would rather chastise the girls and the boys from why you over there? You know you're supposed to be over there. Why you got Junebug at the house anyway? And then you're gonna take him to church like you're gonna pray to pedophilia out of him. So, but my, my He got dad, an addiction. He need to go get some counseling to find out because y'all probably gonna find out that your brother molested Uncle Junebug too, which you probably already know that. by Uncle Junebug. I got you. But, but here's, my, here's my thought process. I'm not disagreeing with you in, a, in any aspect of what you just said, but only the fact is if he's a pedophile, I don't see that. I don't see where uh, that is from the church. Per se, now, I, I ain't saying it's from the church. I say we they taking the, the they taking the they taking, taking it to the church and the in the in the church is praying that we gonna pray that this don't happen no more. Okay, when the reality is, the person at the church is probably one of the main ones sources to the sorcery. They know what you call. Sorcery. Pelvic sorcery? <laughs> Pelvic sorcery? To the bull crap. I mean, I'm just saying. And this is all black churches around the world. Y'all know so, five people in the right now. Why? Why do I? And I'm sorry, but I'm not no, sorry. you got to be sorry because, you know, that's why we say the best for last, right? The bigger the church, the more the damage. So, I'm not the smaller you. the church. I'm not it showed up going down. I'm not telling people not to uh, believe, not to be a believer. Oh, no. Believe what but you what want. But what I'm saying is, open, if God, if you believe in God, if you are a believer, if he gives you the tools for your own salvation, why not use them, right? He put a doctor in your place in order to help you whatever doctor doctorate they have, right? So if he's a doctor of medicine, that's what he knows. If he's a doctor of psychology, that's what they know. If he's a doctor of... Religion, that's, that's what, what he do. Know. That's his area of expertise. But do not... I mean, I, it, it was a story I learned <laughs> as a cat. It was a story I learned as a kid, right? A Bible story I learned as a kid, right? It was about... This guy, this guy who was preparing a feast for God, right? He prepared a feast for God, and he was in hope of God to show up. And God, he felt like he said, God said he was going to be there. So, a homeless man knocked on the door, right? And when the dude comes to the door, no nah, man, get out of here. I, I, I got, I prepared a feast for my King, my my Lord and Savior. You're not it, you know. I can't deal with you right now. This homeless man came three times. But when he sat there and he realized that God didn't show up, he asked God, why didn't you show up? And the God said, I came three times. You denied me. All right. Right? So he had to go back in his mind and search it out and think about it. And what does he mean? Well, it was that homeless man right. that showed up because we don't know how he's going right. to present himself. So what I said that to say, 
is if the tools are there to be had, if he puts a doctor in your way or he puts somebody in your way to help you and you're going to deny it because you want to be, well, he, he's a pet, oh, he's a secular man or he's a secular person. He doesn't believe what you believe in. So you're not going to hear the words that's coming out of his mouth because you don't, you don't believe in that. Yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. You, you know got to get your, you got to separate your the religion for the reality of from the from religion from your beliefs because just because right. you believe something does not mean now unless it's a cultural thing, you know, in mm -hmm. certain cultures, you know, certain religions, it it's against it, you know, certain like I'm just saying Muslim, um, there's certain things from a cultural perspective that you cannot do, um, Jehovah's and so forth. But so there's inner, there's in-house councils and so, you know, but it, but the sad part is those are the very, not, not no offense to no religion. God knows I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but every time you have isolation within the different religions, those are the very issues that continue to become a spiraling, out of control thing. And even to this day, you can be walking, you know, driving down the road or whatever, and you see so many people subjected to various mental illnesses. And where's and you know you start asking yourself, where's the family? But somebody got money off of these people. You know what I'm saying? Because they do that. You know they put a. And then they put them in the facility, in the what they call them, convalescent homes, or put them in the different homes. All they do is dope them up some more. They like test subjects and all of that. And then it's just like, a, so it's just, how do you control it? Well, not going to say control it. How do you manage it? First of all, talk about it. Right. With a paid professional. professional. And don't, don't deny your child. Well, not just the pain. understanding of if you do have a mental illness, because there are functional mental illnesses. I would, I would add this though, baby. Mm -hmm. When you say paid professional, a paid unbiased professional. Well, because hold on, hold on, and the only reason why I'm saying that is there's laws with now. If you're paid a psychiatrist, a psychologist. You, well, you, they, you mean, can't. You, they can't be. They, well, they sign an oath for that. You can sign an oath all you want, but if you don't. For example, I'm just using this as an example, maybe a far-fetched example, but I'm going to say it anyway, right? Well, you are a psychiatrist, but deep down inside, you are homophobic, right? So, are you more in-depth to if a gay person or a lesbian or whatever come in to your establishment and paying for your services and sitting down and talking to you I'm inclined would to you, strongly you, believe. You, I got you, but okay, could that exterior? You, no, no, maybe. Okay, I'm just you. You signed up for this, <laughs> and you've taken an oath. You cannot discriminate. You cannot. But, I mean, it. You and you definitely don't want to be discovered <laughs> later that you are against one of those things. That is the quickest way to get your license. But you gotta prove revoked. that. But you gotta prove that. It, it can be proven. It can be proven. Okay. You, you believe me. If they want to prove a case, 
it can definitely be proven. I mean, like, I mean, it's no different than what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. I mean, uh, last couple of weeks, like you was talking about um, the what the lovings, the lovings, the lovets, the loves about them getting married. You know, first biracial couple to get married. So, no, know, interracial couple. Interracial to get married in 1967. You know what I'm saying? If they don't accept it, you know, believe it or not, um, was, you know, bias or what, what do they call that? Uh, racism. Racism is prevalent now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people, and with this right to be able to not services, period, especially here in Florida, right? You, you're not a service and don't have to have any justification behind it. Right. So it's your word against theirs. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I, no, I just didn't want to, I didn't feel it that day. You got to prove that they're racist. So how, well, does, how, do how you does prove one, Well, how would you, okay, how would you prove that? Well, first of all, if you are on my plan, you are a, a, a provider on my covered plan, okay, and I've scheduled to have, you know, multiple appointments with you, and you have denied it, and then I go and get one of my opposite race friends Mm -hmm. or whatever to, you know, to go and schedule the same appointment, the same appointment, and you see them, now we got an issue, and you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to prove, not me. They're gonna have to prove with their board of direct, board whatever they call it, board on why didn't they get me into my appointment? But yet, mm-hmm. someone that I know basically got the appointment. Same issue, same everything. So then now you have you have a means. And then if it if they do it to you that easily, they have probably done it before. So what's now gonna happen is when you get a lawyer, they're gonna be digging into certain cases. Now they can't necessarily get names per se okay. uh because of HIPAA, but there's things that they can definitely um can get. I mean I'm I'm just saying like there's certain aspects Yeah, I killed it for you. There's certain aspects where we, it's kind of hard to understand, and you might get denied the services because of who your color of your skin, uh, your sexuality, mm-hmm. um, how you look. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. We laugh about this and we joke about it. Like certain comedians laugh about, damn, you ugly as fuck. You know, some people may not want nobody who ain't beautiful in their show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go there. But, 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 listen, you know, it happens. What I'm saying is people, people's biases are real, right? Uh Uh-huh. And they can dictate to the masses. That's what uh, a certain group out there, the alt-right, alt-right group, is one of those group who's trying to dictate to the masses that, you know, we need to take this back to make America great again like it was back in the day. Well, that's why numbers are, you know, people are powerful in numbers. You're stronger in numbers. So you use those numbers, obviously, for whatever your purpose is, you know, that your desired outcome. That's how you, you sway a decision in any any way. That's why I'm saying if it was a situation with a 
mental health counselor, psychiatrist, psychologist of some sort that, you know, I go in and I'm trying to get, if, you know, not me, but, you know, a person go in and they can't get this appointment, but then someone else come in, then they'll, you know, then there's, but there's probably a trail of right. discrepancies already where a case could potentially be, um, so be proven. Yeah. So wait, so if you want to find people dealing with something, you can definitely find that in church because that's where we go to deal with our problems. But okay. Lay them at the altar. <laughs> but, but, and, and, and it's, it's whatever, you know, but what's the solution? You're dealing with your problems in a congregation amongst right. a congregation of 300, 1,000 people. But see, that's where the skepticism comes. The skepticism come in, right? So, but how do you get your problem resolved? What's the solution to going to church? The solution is you are uh, seeking an avenue or a thought process in order to cope with said issue. So, that, like the Bible, you read the Bible, there's certain stories in the Bible. One of these stories may identify with a situation that you're going through now. You know, all, we all had that friend who liked to justify whatever sin they're doing by <clears throat> using a phrase or in the Bible. Like, for me, it was always, well, hell, if Solomon can have a thousand wives, why can't I keep on fucking? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying that. I mean, there's no right or wrong to it. Don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. It's just when I see this and and I'm thinking, wow, this is where we still are. It's one thing to go because, you know, that's what you believe and you feel good. It makes you feel good because really you feel good most of the time, right? Right. But is it really solving your problem? Or or, or for, I'll give you another example. So, you are diabetic, right? And all of a sudden, they're like, the church is going to go on a fast. Knowing damn well you need your insulin. You going to go on that fast? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damn near die because, hey, you want to be a part of this damn fast. Right? We got to be smart about this thing, ladies and gentlemen. And they <laughs> need to be advising you as well mm-hmm. when they, oh, we going to do this, 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 this. Um, first of all, don't ever do a fast without already have done proper detoxing or, or diet your body or anything like that. I know somebody um, who tried make to sure do that. Make sure you do actually go to seek Keto. your physician's advice right. before you do some dra- dramatic, drastic changes to your life. Right. Like I knew somebody who tried to do the keto diet. And it definitely didn't agree with their body at the moment in time. And they almost died. You know what I mean? All right. Trauma, drama returns. Make America great. <laughs> Seek a professional. Find one that works. Church folks talk. I don't care what they say. Exactly. I mean, now, it's one. Okay, let's say you go to the church for a recommendation. Because there may be a member in the congregation that could be a referral. They have a practice. 
I would not personally recommend it. Why? Because kind of what they say, you know, people do talk. But at least there's a avenue that you, you know, for ref referral purposes. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to, you know, brother, sister, mother, somebody. So, my, you know what, baby, you're right. So we all laughed tremendously at that one um, clip video where the old lady gets up and she was talking into the mic. They was at the church. And she was talking about how she used to suck dick for money. And you know, you know that you, you remember that. But here's here's the truth about this situation, right? <laughs> it says, "Come at you go to church as you are, right? And you giving your testimony as it is. Who is somebody to dictate how you present this?" You present it at the level you know how and allow the message to be heard. The man, she started talking. She he, Dude was like, whoop, take the mic away. For what? Somebody need to hear that. See, but if had they... <laughs> Somebody needed to hear that. Somebody needed to hear all of that because they were sitting in the back of that church turning tricks. They needed to hear it. Somebody in that church right at that moment. <laughs> was like, hey, this is me. <laughs> and I'm living it. And they doing it. They may not do it on the base level, right. like she was. They might be high dollar crime. Listen, this coochie good, and I'm <laughs> he gonna drop this two hundred dollars off on me before we even get to the business. You understand? He gonna take me out to dinner, to a movie, and do all these things. I already know I'm gonna give me pussy, but he gonna pay for this. Mm -hmm. I'm just all right. We, we going off. We going left. Yeah, field. going on. Come on back. Come on back. Come on back. Come back. Come back. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna wrap it up. But if you have anybody that catch this later, okay, um, we would like to hear your thoughts on how can mental illness affect relationships. Mm -hmm. What experiences you may or may not have had with mental health. Um, issues uh, you know if you would like to share it if you have a personal story um, and you want to remain anonymous you can always um, hit us in our inbox or you can email us at buddhaandbaby at gmail.com um, you can also um, we want to know um, your opinion on why why do blacks take a don't seek counseling from a professional licensed unbiased licensed professional to saying why do blacks and I, and, and the reason why we're talking about blacks because we just have to keep it real okay we black <laughs> number one but when I was doing some homework from the scholarly articles it is totally documented um, that African Americans are less likely to seek uh, mental health counseling but they do however go in for drug counseling well because it's part of that is probably court ordered because they probably did some shit and they was, well, they was high well I mean, I I'm get just saying. It. I, I get it. That's but, what the numbers are but saying. Go, but if you go in for drug counseling, then it's already too late, right? You're already 
then tried it your way for so long to do mass the obvious. Right? Well, but my problem is, a, now you added another addiction on to your problems. Well, but the point I'm making is, had they gotten the counseling, psychological, psychiatric counseling that they needed pre-drugs, or when, if someone would have said, why are you on this drug? Why are you shooting up heroin? Why are you smoking crack? Why are you doing it? I mean, I smoked weed. For recreational purposes. I'm glad you mentioned that. I did. You know? I'm, gl I'm glad you mentioned that. But I so, don't know nobody that's addicted to weed. But hold on. You ain't got to be addicted to weed. Just saying. All I'm going to say is this. It's a difference between smoking weed for recreational purposes. Because you want to heighten senses or lift your mind. Elevate your mind to a certain point to think on a it's different plane. It's actually Well, whatever. Or... <laughs> or Know your drugs. <laughs> or are you smoking weed to mask or smoking weed or any doing any drug to mask the obvious. No. Right. That's a different that's a those mm -hmm. are different different ways of doing it. I'm smoking weed because I just want to be here in this moment. I just want right, I just want I just, Or I'm gonna like smoke it. I'm gonna do right. these drugs, smoke weed, whatever. I'm gonna do these drugs because I have a serious issue at home and I just don't want to deal with it. Right. Yeah, um, whatever your reasoning for the drug. That's why, you know, Whatever it is you do, you know, whatever your reasoning is, that's fine. But to deal, when you know you have a true issue and you're doing something because of the root cause, you have to actually get some, how do you deal with the root cause? You got to start at the baseline. Mm -hmm. And that is getting, getting it together. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, we'll definitely revisit this, and hopefully we'll um, we're gonna we're gonna bring in a, a licensed oh, <laughs> professional. Um, right, unbiased. I like to say it just because. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna bring in somebody that way we can uh, definitely get your questions answered and so forth. And we may end up if we don't get them on live, then we'll probably just do a audio recording. And you'll just be able to hear their version of what their their experiences are and mm. just information just on as far as from an interview perspective. So, all right, you got me ready. Oh yeah, looks like you. Good night. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you all that new people. Thank you to the old. Y'all continue support is always appreciated. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, next week same time, same energy. Baby girl, keep it real, no lies She said she's 21, I 